Hi, and welcome to The Booby Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Booby Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Booby Girls. And a quick shout out to our newest patron, Josie Chambers, all the way from somewhere in Europe. It doesn't, you don't know where in Europe? It doesn't say because she, she didn't put her address, but it does say that she paid euros. So I assume okay. it's somewhere in Europe. Um, I'm going to decide that she's from London because okay. her name's Josie. Mm-hmm. So she sounds like hip and cool. I love the name Josie. I like it. Welcome. I like it. Welcome. Thank you for <laughs> signing up to be a patron. Um, and this week we are covering Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, the final book and movie of the series. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what are you naming this one? Uh, welcome to the 76th <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Yeah. They don't say it in the book. No. <laughs> I really wish they would have. It was a great line. Um, so just as a reminder, the book was originally published August 24th, 2010, and it's written by Suzanne Collins. It has a 4.05 out of 5 on Goodreads, and it's 390 pages. Uh, and the movie came out in 2015, so right along every year it was Hunger Games for four <laughs> years. Um, this one's still PG-13, action-adventure, sci-fi, two hours and 17 minutes long, making the grand total of the finale four hours and... 23 minutes long. They could have definitely made this into one movie. Absolutely. (laughs) And then it was uh, directed still by Francis Lawrence. So the IMDb synopsis reads, Katniss and a team of rebels from District 13 prepare for the final battle that will decide the fate of Pan Am. Sounds like Star Wars. The rebels. (laughs) True. You know what I mean? I do, because I've actually seen them now. Because you love (laughs) Star Wars. Barely. (laughs) Uh, So the movie has a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is only 1% higher than the last movie. So all in all, they hated the the final two. Hated it. (laughs) The budget was $160 million and only grossed 500, or sorry, it only grossed 658 million, making it the lowest grossing film in the franchise and had the lowest opening um, of the franchise in the box offices, in the box, yeah, box offices. I think it's just the box office. In the box office, <laughs> um, only earning $101 million, um the first week. So just to recap everything. So the first movie made $694 million, So almost. Yeah. Almost. About the same. About the, same. Uh, the second movie was the highest grossing at $856 million. The third movie was $755 million. So people must have just, they were over it. They were over it, yeah. for sure. Well, I know we've read a few reviews saying Catching Fire was the best movie according oh, to yeah. viewers yeah so. <laughs> i think so um so a couple fun facts about this movie so sadly as we've talked about a couple times um what's his name philip seymour hoffman had passed away before this movie had actually they were done filming it mm-hmm. but there were some scenes where he had already filmed for this um some they hadn't one of the scenes where he was supposed to be in is close to the end where Hamish ends up reading a letter ah. to katniss from plutarch it was actually supposed to be him in person talking to her right and that's how they flipped it Interesting. so i was wondering why that was yeah i'm sure and they said that there's a couple other scenes in there that were flipped and given to other people because mm. of that um so but that one was pretty obvious yes. <laughs> here's a letter that that he's, you know, he's been here the whole time, but he wrote you a letter. <laughs> he had to flee right away. 
Uh, the cast multiple times said it was the hardest scene to film in the entire franchise was the one in the sewer because mm. they were actually in a sewer oh, and it wow. took three, three weeks to, to shoot that entire scene. And it was just gross and hot and no one wanted to do it. That sounds not fun. Couldn't no. they have done like what Titanic did and just like pretended they were like underwater? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> But I thought it was a cool scene, though. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, And then lastly, so on the cover of the movie, of the DVD, and on the posters, Katniss is in this, like, beautiful red jumpsuit, Mm -hmm. Mockingjay jumpsuit. She never appears in it in the entire movie. Yeah, I was actually, (laughs) I was wondering if it was, like, symbolic of blood. Yeah, I don't know. Because she's sitting on, like, a throne, and you Mm -hmm. can see... um, Snow's like bust his head oh, yeah. on like on the floor. Yeah. So I was curious if it was like symbolic of like his demise and like she's bloody. Yeah. Because she doesn't ever wear color. She's mostly in, in blacks. For I the thought most it would part. be really cool for her, like one of the last scenes where it have been for her to come out in that red. It would have been perfect at the final scene, like the execution scene. That would have been right. ideal. <laughs> right. Well, the end of this was very lackluster. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, not too not too much to talk about with the cast. One person I had to I had to shout out was Commander Lime, mm. played by Gwendolyn Christie. Yes. Brienne of Tarth. Ugh. From Game of Thrones. She I love is like her. the epitome of like a badass bitch. I love her. <laughs> I love her. She's going to be in a new uh, series coming out. I can't remember what it's called, but she plays Lucifer in oh. in that series. So it'll be interesting to see her in a predominantly male role. Right. That's so interesting. I love her. I love that. I, I loved her character in Game of Thrones. She's great. So, um, And then lastly, um, you know, spoiler, uh, Katniss and Peeta's kids at the end of the film um, mm. are actually played by uh, Jennifer Lawrence's real life nephews oh that's cute so, which was kind of cute so oh the little one's a boy too mm-hmm. oh i didn't realize that for, for whatever reason i thought it was a girl wait aren't there three there's like a boy and a girl that are wa- running around with Peta, and then there's one in, his, in her arms i think there's only one running around with Peta, <gasps> at least in did the i movie. just like envision another child Maybe you thought Peta was a child <laughs> it was like the curly head kid and then the baby oh i thought there were two i don't know why i kept thinking i thought there was like a the like a girl with like long hair running around too maybe not whatever anyway <laughs> clearly by the end Prim, of this movie prim's ghosts <laughs> oh don't get me started about prim i might go off on a tangent oh, here boy. later maybe maybe we'll wait to get to that <laughs> all right time for who said it your first quote is don't trust them don't go back kill Peta. do what you came to do that was boggs yeah it's like his final words yeah, yeah super sad um next one Katniss will pick whoever she thinks she can't survive without. Ooh. Plutarch. Mm, Gale. He said that Gale. to PETA as they were like chit-chatting in the uh, middle of the night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was their bromance yeah. meeting. Very short-lived. All right, next one. We both know I'm not above killing children, but I'm not wasteful. I take life for very specific reasons. That was President Snow. Correct. <laughs> he said it so matter-of-factly. I know. It was just like, yeah, no, like, I kill children, but, like, for reasons. <laughs> sure. Not just for fun. Sure. Uh, last one. We're fickle, stupid beings with poor memories and a great gift for self-destruction. Hamish. Mm, Plutarch. Ah. In the, in the supposed letter that he wrote to. Okay, so William Hamish said it. No, he didn't. <laughs> All right, here we go. The be-all, end-all of the F. Mary kill. Okay. Your options are Katniss, Peta, and Gail. I'm going to put up a poll on our Instagram 
Ooh, um, I'd be curious. Of who, who's team, well, more of who te- who's team Gail and who's team Peta. I have um, a feeling I already know the answer. Um, okay. I'm going to marry Peta because I have been team Peta this whole time. Facts. And he bakes. So he'll make me some. <laughs> I thought you were going to say cookies. he bathes. <laughs> I, I, that too. Um, oh gosh. Oh gosh. I don't even know. <laughs> I guess. Oh. It should not be this hard. I know. I will volunteer as tribute for Gale. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Because I also will kill Katniss. Yeah, because I got to kill Katniss. I can't. Especially by the end of the fourth movie. I was so over it. That's so funny. Okay, yeah. I'm also killing Katniss. Um, But swapsies, because I got to marry my boy Gail. And then I'll volunteer tribute for PETA. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Let's finish this. (laughs) You sound so excited. Well, there's just like a couple things that happen in this last part where I'm just like... Ugh. Okay. You know, we'll get there. All right. So anyways, the final movie opens up with Katniss coming out of her neck brace, <laughs> which isn't funny, but like it's it not. is because it's so dramatic. Well, yeah. And she can barely talk. Yeah. Like she's croaking, basically. <laughs> Just as a refresher, the the last movie ended with um, Peta basically trying to choke her to death. Uh, yes. So that's why she's in the neck brace. Yes. <laughs> so Peta's still in the loony bin. And they decide that Katniss can't go talk to him. So they need to send somebody else in there to try to, like, jar his memory of, like, what's going on. So in the movie, they send in Prim Mm -hmm. to talk to Peta. Um, And she she ends up kind of telling him that his family died. Right. And then he automatically is like, well, it's Katniss's fault. And everyone's like, well, yeah, kind (laughs) of. And he totally freaks out. And then they take Prim out. It's not Prim that goes in in the book. No, which is hilarious because the whole point of sending somebody in was so that he wouldn't get triggered. So, like, right. why would you send the girl, the <laughs> girl's sister of who you're trying to not trigger him right. with? But I'm like, whatever. you couldn't have pulled anybody else. Literally anyone. Um, so they do send a girl named Deli, who was a family or a friend from school uh, back from District mm-hmm. 12, who goes in and, you know, similar situation. And he does kind of still mention, you know, it's all Katniss's fault. But, like, at least he's not, like you're her sister and like I'm triggered right. by you. <laughs> right. So either way, uh, I guess they just didn't want to introduce another new person into yeah. the mix. So now Gail and Katniss are having this weird conversation, basically talking about how Gail knows it's not ever going to work out at this yeah. point. He's like, look, if Peta's acting like this, you don't want him so if you take me now, you're only going to take me because he's like that now. Yeah, he's second like, option. He's yeah. always been second option. So anyways, then so Katniss like grossly kisses him so pathetically. And he's like, that doesn't count. Like, it's like, it's like if you're drunk. Right. Like, and I just love that. It was such like a modern, like, Twist explanation. Up, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So at that point, you really know that Katniss and Gail are just not going to work out. Um. Sucks for Katniss because Gail's great. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So one of the things that they've talked about, they're like, okay, we need to get into the Capitol. So they're like, how are we going to get into the Capitol? We can't get into the Capitol until District 2 is totally like on board with our plan. Mm -hmm. So they decide to go to District 2 and they're there trying to like figure out 
how they're going to get into the capital. And this is where Commander Lime, Brienne of Tarth, is mm-hmm. like the leader of, of that <laughs> troop. Um, and Katniss is like, again, this is where we see a, the divide between Katniss and Gale because Katniss is very worried about killing civilians right. in District 2. And she's like, you know, I if these people you know, are just there. We don't want to kill them. And Gail's like totally cool with it. Yeah. He's like, at this point they have had zero qualms about like, you know, sparing our lives. So like, yeah. why should we care about that? Like, let's get the job done. Right. <laughs> he's well, basically in soldier mode. At yeah. This point. He, well, yeah. He very much is like, I am a soldier through this whole movie. Yeah. I think he, one of the best lines of the movie says it's war Katniss. Sometimes killing is impersonal, which I was like, Yes. I mean, sure, but, like, that's not very nice. No, but, like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Sure. Since when does Katniss have a heart? Let's be real. I know. So, this is, this whole scene, in, like, the movie, I'm like, what is happening? Like, it's very, like, you can't see what's happening. Anyways, Katniss goes, because they're still, like, doing these, like, propo videos where I'm like, can we, like, move on from this? Yeah. And they're, she's, she goes to, like, make a speech in district two to tell everyone to like lay down their guns. Like Mm -hmm. we need to like, you guys need to stop what you're doing so we can do what we need to do. So she's like in this like weird tunnel and then like randomly gets interrupted by a train of incoming civilian survivors (laughs) in district from district two. Like it's just like a random Hogwarts train of like people (laughs) Like, I didn't understand it. Right. And then, like, one guy, like, ends up holding Katniss at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, where's her security? She doesn't have security. <laughs> but then, like, she manages to, like, talk him off the ledge and, like, lets her go. She's very good with her words. Right. So then she starts making another... She does make a speech mm-hmm. about President Snow and him being the only enemy and whatnot um, and to turn your weapons on the Capitol. And that's what they all need to do. Well, then like everyone starts just randomly shooting. I'm like, well, how did we get, get there? Like, I guess she wasn't as persuasive as she thought she was. It was so like jumbled. I was like, what is happening? So she ends up getting shot. Correct. In like the torso, but she, her body armor is bulletproof. Props to Cinna for thinking ahead. Yeah. That she's going to get shot. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Um, so now, we see a scene for, for from the mansion at President Snow's house. And it's like this round table of, it looks like probably like the head of security, the head of the military, whatnot. It looked like what I envisioned, like the president of the United States is like, state dinners are like with like all the like important people from around the world. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So they're like making toasts and everything because I don't buy it that President Snow ever thought she thought that she was dead. But, um, so anyways, they know that the rebels are getting close and they're like making toasts and like, he's like talking to the head of like the military or whatever. And like, it's very clear that this guy thinks he did something right. And then he's, (laughs) he's like, Oh crap. I I, 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 didn't. I did it. I didn't. And then President Snow poisons him. Yeah. Um, can we just stop down? Because we didn't really talk about him. He's, he's like in two scenes, maybe. Yes. But I absolutely love that character or that actor. I don't know his name. Um, but have you ever watched um, Prison Break? Okay, don't get mad at me. I have watched Prison Break, but I have not finished it. 
what are you doing? It's like 12 years old. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I I got like three seasons They even did like it. a reboot season too. I know. I know. Once they were out of jail, I was like, okay, mm, where are we fair. going? Yeah, you I know? get that. Anyway, yeah. there's a prisoner um, in that show who, this is the same guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely love his character in that. He actually loses plot or... Um, Spoiler alert, he loses his hand in yes. Prison Break. But, like, I just wanted to at least give him his moment because I think he's great. I did like his character in Prison Break because he was, like, the one that he always... You always felt like he was trying to be good, but just deep down he was not a good person. Not at all whatsoever. <laughs> also, he had, like, a really cool accent. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's pretty much irrelevant in this book and movie. But he ends up dying. <laughs> he ends up dying. <laughs> so now we're back in 13, and Joanna and Katniss are in the hospital, waking up we wake up in hospitals a lot Mm -hmm. in these last two films and they're like makeshift hospitals right (laughs) and joanna like comes in and like takes katniss's morphine (laughs) and it's like totally like it back to like the when we first met joanna like not on team katniss like not buying it she's like you're an idiot well she's basically been through the ringer for this girl yeah with like zero to show for it really right and she basically for a bald head right (laughs) which i wish we would have like i kind of want to be like why are you bald but Peta still got to keep his hair it didn't make (laughs) sense to me but anyways she basically lists the reasons why she doesn't like katniss and i'm like yes queen Mm -hmm. tell her you and everyone else (laughs) right so katniss thinks now that it's a very good idea that she should go back to talk to Peta. For whatever reason. Um, and he like recalls the time when he gave her the bread and whatnot. But mm-hmm. then he has these memories of her. But like they all kind of turn bad right. at the end. And we're going to find out that like they've put in like negative and like fake memories about Katniss. And he doesn't know what, what are real and what he are not. He was hijacked is what they call it. Yes. <laughs> Which like totally means something else in our world. But you yeah. Know. So then he's like really mean to her. And then she leaves and yeah. she like cries and whatever. One thing that we don't get, which I was like, I wish we would have. Um, at one point, I think Hamish tells Katniss like, uh, while you were in District 2, sh- he heard your dad's song, the Hanging Tree song. Mm-hmm. And like it triggered like good things for him. So like he's coming around. He's just not like there not yet. Quite type. there yet. But I'm like, that's again, another full circle thing that we could have brought together by bringing that in. But no. it's fine. <laughs> no, we're not about the full circle. In no, this. not at all. <laughs> uh, and then so now Finnick and Annie get married. Surprise. Surprise. Wedding in District 13. <laughs> um, but we get to see Effie again. And she's looking very much more Effie-like. Yes. I was glad that we got her back. Back to her old self. Yeah, I think in the mo- in the book they mentioned that, like, the whole ploy with the wedding is to, like, show happiness and show, like, hey, like, we're, we're good. We're, we're alive. We're thriving. We mm-hmm. had a wedding. <laughs> like, all good over here in 13. Right. <laughs> and at the wedding... Katniss is moping around and then Joanna comes to talk to her again and Katniss just like randomly tells Joanna like so yeah I'm gonna kill President Snow like this is my plan um but she needs to find a way into the Capitol like that's her whole thing Mm -hmm. she's like I don't know how to get into there to kill him so they come up with a plan that Katniss is gonna sneak on board a supply plane that is headed out to like right outside of the Capitol to Mm -hmm. the troops that are out there so, yeah, so Katniss gets on this plane. She ends up sneaking out. Mm-hmm. And and she doesn't really sneak because I'm like, there's again, there's a million cameras everywhere. Literally. I don't understand why anyone thinks that they can get anywhere without other people seeing where they are. Well, like, she did zero 
work, like, actually trying to, like, disguise herself. No. Zero. <laughs> she Zero. just, like, put her head down. <laughs> right. So, like, this is really where, like, President Co- Coin has always been kind of, like, iffy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, uh-huh, I don't think she's up to, like, yeah. I don't think she's on the up and up. So, she now knows that Katniss has snuck out. But she doesn't want it to make it look like Katniss is going rogue. Like, she wants to make sure that people, when they see Katniss, that that was her plan, that Katniss. Basically, exactly like, you know, in the Hunger Games. Like, they need to make sure that it doesn't look like Katniss is going against what the authorities are saying. Yeah. She still wants to kind of show that, like, she has power especially over Katniss, that she doesn't just kind of do her own thing, which is exactly what she does anyway. Um, The difference in the book is that she doesn't actually, like, have to sneak off. Um, She asks to go, and they're basically like, you're not trained. Um, If you want to, you know, train and, like, see if you're up to par, then we'll consider, like, letting you go. And eventually she, like, trains with Joanna, and, like, she gets to the point where they're like, okay, we'll let you go. So, I mean, they let Gail go anywhere. This escape mesh mission, I don't really know why we, we needed that. <laughs> we but. missed a lot of, like, even in through some of the other books, we missed, like, training scenes yeah. that we didn't get yeah. in any of the movies. So now they're, like, outside the Capitol, and their plan is to just march into the Capitol tomorrow. Genius. <laughs> just, here we go. <laughs> um, and Finnick shows up because he wants to help out. Come to find out that um, this squad they put together is Squad 451. Which, if anyone knows, it's symbolic to Fahrenheit 451, which is the temperature at what things burn, if you want to go deep into it. Didn't even register that. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, But they come to find out, Katniss is all ready to, like, be at the front lines. Like, she's ready to go. Yeah. Which, in the movie, you're like, what are you doing? Like, no. Like, there's literally a military. Like, let them go first. Um, I don't even, like, I'm not even going to wait to say this until later because it's so <laughs> obnoxious. How do you think your bow and arrow is going to fare against military style machine guns? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Like, how do you Correct. think? Correct. It just makes no sense. I know. Zero sense. <laughs> anyway. But anyways. Um, so they're not going to be on the front line, but they're going to be like behind the front lines <laughs> shooting propaganda videos. Right. That's their, they're not they're even the face fighting. of the revolution. Yes. To inspire people to surrender. That is the whole thing. And I'd be like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, what are like, why am I out here at right. this point? So anyways, we come to find out that the Capitol again is not dumb. They know what's happening. So to their, credit really Mm -hmm. they're like all right if you guys want to come into our area well we're going to use what we have to defend ourselves which is all the stuff that they've had in the freaking hunger games (laughs) so they set up these pods basically all over the capital which are basically mini landmines yeah landmines that can be literally anything Mm -hmm. which we come to find out so, I mean, it can be explosions, it can be mutts, and, but they figure it out a way, like, um, Boggs has this, like, machine that can tell them kind of where they are yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, it's called a hollow. Yeah, and they have ways of, because what is it? If they say something, was it Nightshade? Nightlock, I Nightlock three times, it will set off mm-hmm. that pod for whatever reason. No, it sets off the actual um, hollow. So he oh, basically is telling yeah. them, like, if you're in a pinch... Just say it and that thing will explode. Got and you can it. use it to your defense if you need it. Got it. Um, and then this is where Phoenix says, 
welcome to the 76 Hunger Games, because that's basically what it is. It is literally the most perfect explanation of what's about to happen. <laughs> for real. For real. Um, so they get inside the Capitol, and the streets are, like, empty. And Katniss ends up shooting at one of the pods that they find. It ended up being, like, a fire slash explosion booby trap. And they get it on camera, of course, because that's their whole role. But Katniss, like, still, like, isn't, like, totally on board with this plan. So she has a better plan that she wants to steal the hollow from Boggs so they can go off on their own and kill President Snow. Yeah. And then, of course, Gail, Gail's like, yeah, I'm going with you. Yeah. I'm like, like, this does not sound like a good plan. No. Um, I would suggest not doing this. I'm like, Gail, <laughs> let's either be, like, on the straight and narrow or could just go with Katniss. You can't be Listen, both. whatever Katniss says goes in Gail's world. Sure. So. Sure. So, anyways, they end up, they're out, like, walking in the Capitol and a different team ends up bringing PETA to that team mm-hmm. and Peta is still not in the right mindset and like he's walking towards them and he's like my name is Peta Malark from District 12 and he's repeating that right. over and over again because he doesn't know like, anything clearly he's not in the right no. state of mind let's not put him no. in the middle of the revolution <laughs> right so we come to find out that President Coyne wants to add him to these propaganda videos for whatever reason, she thinks it's going to help. She wants unquote. basically to show Snow and everybody like he's back on our side. He's, right. He's working for us now. Right. So we come to find out, though, that President Coyne is really starting to see Katniss as a threat. She thinks that if this all works out and they win this war, there's going to be an upcoming election for who's going to be president. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want Katniss Picking someone else. You know, yeah. Or Katniss or, being elected as the next president. You which, know? yeah, which Boggs even says, like, that's not what, like, is most likely going to happen. Right. But whoever you choose to support is, is going to end up being right. picked. So if you don't pick coin, then she's going to be mad. <laughs> right. So we got to about She really does just want Katniss to die. And basically by keeping PETA there, it, there's a good chance that he might kill her. It's right. just another, you know fire in the hole. <laughs> so Peta's kind of sort of coming back around a little bit, sort of. He's getting better. And anyways, they end up finding this like perfect spot to shoot another video. And it's like an archway. I guess it's a real area where they film that. That's not oh. like in a studio. It's like somewhere in, I think they said France or something. It's like this big, beautiful courtyard area. Interesting. So There's also like this kind of big archway in the middle of this area. And they identify that there's a pod in this archway. They shoot at it. It ends up being a bunch of like machine guns that are there. Wild. Crazy. Um, Pete has some like wild PTSD at this point. And he freaks out. And unfortunately, they didn't realize that there was also like random landmines around there. And Boggs ends up getting blown up or the bottom of him gets yeah, blown up. That was wild. And right before he dies, he ends up giving Katniss clearance for the hollow and tells her the quote that you said earlier, basically not to trust anyone and to kill Pete if she needs to. And then he dies. Yeah. So that was sad. sad. Um, something quick. It was like a scene in passing, but basically Peter tells them all like I'm having trouble figuring out what's real what's not right. and Finnick is like just ask questions ask <laughs> if something's real or not we'll tell you we're right. your friends so um, again comes in passing but that's important to yeah. for later so 
now they think they're almost in the clear. And then all of a sudden, like I said, it's like this big courtyard that's surrounded by buildings. Mm -hmm. The parts of the building that are open start closing, like the walls start closing. And so now they're like encircled into this courtyard. And all of a sudden, this poisonous oil starts filling up this area. And they're all trying to run to get away. Peter's freaking out. He starts attacking Katniss. (laughs) He ends up killing one of the of the squad members mm-hmm. into this oil and but they do end up, the rest of them end up getting into this building that was so crazy when like the guy went in and then he gets like hoisted up yeah. and like basically is hanging by these like that was crazy yeah it was wild so they escape the rest of them end up escaping into a building um they tranquilize Peta because he's clearly not okay and the woman who's in second command after Boggs is like trying to tell tell Katniss like, hey, give me the <laughs> give me the hollow. Mm-hmm. Like, I need we need that now. And Katniss is like, well, no, he gave me clearance, and I have um, special orders from President Coin to kill Snow. <laughs> the girl's like, how about I point a gun at you? <laughs> like, you're an idiot. Um, but ultimately, they talk her down and that she decides to help Katniss with her plan for whatever reason. Cressida just came to the rescue. She's like, yeah, it's actually a, a known fact and we're supposed to televise the whole thing. So, sure. yes, it's a plan. Here we go. So they're held up in this building because they don't know how to get out of this because the oil is now like gone and it's dry. So they end up getting to the other side of this courtyard area into the other side of the building Mm -hmm. to a different building, to a different building. And Oh, sorry. It's also important to note that there are, there was someone else who got hurt during, during Yeah, this. one of the two twins, they're like the league twins. One of them gets hurt. So the other one's like, I'll stay with her until you guys can find rescue and come get us. So they leave them where they're at and they decide to try to figure out how to get out of the building and move forward. So they go to the other side of the courtyard into a different building. Well, the peacekeepers end up showing up, which at this point, I'm like, how do the peacekeepers not know that they moved buildings? <laughs> like, um, how do they not see them? I don't know. I, well, I'm trying to remember if they showed anything on footage. No, that was later. Because the so, peacekeepers get there. Yeah. Well, Gail says something about, like, we won't show footprints because the oil will, like, right. mask it. But, yeah. I but mean, I'm like, there's, there's cameras. literally cameras yeah. everywhere. So the peacekeepers get there. They mm-hmm. end up shooting and blowing up the building that they had just come from. So those two that were left behind ended up getting blown up, sadly. Sad. People just... Dying left and right. So, but they think that Katniss and the whole team is in there. So we get a breaking news report from our favorite anchorman, Caesar <laughs> Caesar Flickerman. And he's doing a video showing how they came and infiltrated the Capitol and that they think that Katniss died in this bombing. So that's what that whole thing is about. And poor Peta, he's come back around. He knows what he did. He killed somebody from their own team. And he's like, can you guys just kill me? Yeah. Like, I'm a liability. Right. He's like, next step, kill me. <laughs> right. And they're like, no, Peta, we can't kill you. So they don't kill him. Um, the Capitol then shows that night a video very reminiscent of what they would show every night during the Hunger Games. It's like a slideshow PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. Remember the back to the PowerPoint <laughs> of all the people who died during the day. 
And it has all of them on there, including Katniss. It's like, like, put the dagger in and like twist. Like, right. it's not bad enough that they're like, haha, we killed you. Also, we're going to <laughs> show all of the right. districts how yes. we killed you and that you're dead. And they even have the cannons going off yeah. at that point. So, but while Snow is making this broad or this um, announcement about Katniss dying, President Coyne is able to interrupt that broadcast and she starts using Katniss as a martyr. Because mm-hmm. um, I would believe that she knows that Katniss isn't dead at this point, right? I don't think she does. I think she's just like, hey, things happen. I'm just going to roll with the punches. Right. She basically is like, she's going to be the face of this revolution, whether she's dead or alive. Right. So like, get used to it. So she made her own PowerPoint. Um, <laughs> and it's titled Remembering the Mockingjay. <laughs> so... Anyways, they're, they're now trying to figure out how the heck they're going to get out of this building now because there are pods everywhere. They're on the rooftops or on the streets. They can't go anywhere. Well, the Avox on their squad is still alive, who was trapped in the Capitol for a while and knows that there's tunnels that run underground. And that's how that they can try to move around. Move around. So... That guy has some major PTSD as well. Well, do you blame him? No. Yeah. So they're in the underground tunnels, and I'm going to say it for the 18th time. There's cameras literally everywhere. (laughs) So they find they have cameras in the tunnel. So we then see Snow at home, and he finds out that they're still alive. And he mentions the arena has now moved underground. And I'm like, you bastard. (laughs) But also, at this point, we found that Snow is not doing great. No, He's coughing up blood. He's yeah. basically dying. He's an old man um, who clearly has had some issues health-wise. <laughs> like maybe we should have just waited him out. Yeah, so we could kill like a zillion other people until he died? No, thank you. No, like what I mean, like when they're talking about the revolution, like we gotta kill Snow, we gotta kill Snow. Like this guy probably would have been dead within a couple months. Sure. Like fast forward six months, maybe they wouldn't have had to do this whole revolution thing. Yeah, but like how many innocent people will have that would have died from this point? Less than the amount of people that died in this revolution. (laughs) Okay. Well, when they make a reboot, you can suggest that. More children died in this revolution than than they did during the um, Hunger Games. That's absolutely factual. Through the years of the Hunger Games? Absolutely the 75 factual. years of Hunger Games that they Just had? in District 12, like 10,000 people died. Okay. I thought you just meant the people <laughs> in the Capitol. No. Okay. All right. Bye. Okay. So they're in these tunnels and they're resting and they're all like taking turns, you know, keeping watch over crazy PETA. <laughs> and all of a sudden the Capitol ends up releasing mutts into the tunnel. Crazy. These mutts look like freaking demigorgons from Stranger Things. <laughs> like, these things are nasty. Like, alien demigorgons in the tunnels. Uh, that's funny. They just didn't have the little flower thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyways, they f- it's actually a pretty cool scene. It's very sci-fi of them shooting them well, and killing them. my issue was, like, so Katniss, like, hears voices. Mm-hmm. So she, like, goes after them. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else wakes up. And then I'm like... Where did Katniss go? Like there was a there was a point where I was mm-hmm. like, are they following her? Like where? <laughs> why? And then they ended up being like near each other. Right. I'm like, how did this happen? Like I don't know. It just seemed a little disjointed for me. <laughs> well, welcome to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up fighting them off. A group of them get up, you know, out of 
the tunnel because evidently the demigorgons can't climb ladders. Um, but unfortunately, my boy Finnick does not make it alive. That was so sad. So sad. Very reminiscent of the very first film when um, Kano died. Where Kano? Kano oh, Kato? Kato died. Yeah. Where he fell off of the cornucopia, oh, yeah. gets eaten by the mutts, and Katniss shoots him to put him out of his misery. Mm-hmm. In this in this one, Finnick falls into the mutts, and Katniss ends up um, self-imploding the hollow to put Finnick out of his misery. She was a lot quicker with this one. <laughs> yes. Even in, even in the book, she was like, okay, like I don't want to have him. Yeah. Because she actually liked Finnick. Right. Finnick was one of those characters you really thought you were going to hate the first minute that he was introduced. You're like, I don't know about this guy. He's kind of a jerk. And then he ended up being such a good character. I know. Cause he's one of those like arrogant types that you're just like, Ooh, like I'm not right. going to like you, but like deep down, he's a sweetheart. Right. Or so was sad. RIP. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so they get away from the Demigorgons. And the peacekeepers now are there up on the streets. Because they're like, let's go back up to the streets. <laughs> they're like, we got to get out of here. Right. So the peacekeepers are shooting at them. And <laughs> it's funny. When they're running through the streets, they end up... There's like wanted posters of their faces mm-hmm. all on the streets, which is kind of cool. So they end up running to Tigress's place shop or whatever yeah she is a stylist from the games that um in the movies we haven't been introduced like she's just randomly pops up in this yeah. movie so katniss makes mention of like oh yeah you're you were a stylist in the games i remember yeah. you so she ends up having this like safe room that they can stay in i was like well that was convenient yeah that she's the one person that stayed in the capital and <laughs> happens to have a safe room right they happen to know everything else is like completely abandoned and she right. just happens to be in her shop right. very convenient anyways um something to point out um in the book they first go to some apartment and they actually run into a woman a, a completely different woman who ends up recognizing katniss and mm-hmm. katniss shoots and kills her and I'm like, mm, mm. interesting. So, like, your civilian keeping everyone alive thing right. is only necessary if it's, like, you not in danger, right? Um, so, yeah, she ends up uh, killing her. And then and then that's when they go to see Tigress. I'm like, okay. Wild. I don't know why that. Katniss's moral is. compass has not been straight and narrow this movie. No. So, speaking of Katniss, at this point, they're, like, in the safe room. She's like, guys, I need to tell you something. She's like, I actually don't have orders from Colin to kill Snow. And they're like, yeah, no kidding. Like, we know. She thinks she's so smart. She's like, I pulled one over on them. No, like literally everyone knows what you're doing all the time. Anyways, PETA seems to be pretty much back to normal at this point. He's he's doing all right. And and he's saying he's telling Katniss that if she kills Snow, um, you know, everyone who has died will have died for something because she's having a pity party at this moment being like, everyone's dying because of what I did. It's all your fault. Da, 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 da. Anyways, um, this is where then Peta and Gail have this like bro talk about Katniss <laughs> and basically Gail's like, you know, waving the white flag yeah. saying like, you can have her <laughs> at this point. Like, go for it. Uh, it's okay. Gail can get better anyway. Yeah, probably, actually. <laughs> That's so funny, because I was watching this with Boyfriend Ray, and when they, like, finally, like, we'll get to the scene a little bit, but when Katniss, when they, when she says goodbye, mm. <laughs> Ray goes, it's okay, Gail. 
she doesn't deserve you anyway. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yes, he's very team Gale. Anyways, um, so at this point, the Capitol is like really like starting to freak out and Snow ends up calling for an evacuation and telling everyone like, come to my house for shelter. Like, we'll give you food, everything you need. Like, just come to the mansion. We will help you. Who thought that was a good idea? Like, who thought, yeah, Snow is being like like nice and right. actually offering up his giant mansion to people because i sure didn't but that's what he was doing was he was he i mean yeah i think okay i mean maybe i bet papa joe would open up the white house for us oh 100 <laughs> percent. good old joe for yeah. sure absolutely um so <laughs> katniss and gail decide like okay here's our plan this is how we get there we're just gonna walk up there <laughs> Everyone else is going there. So are we. Everyone's in these bright colored clothes. We're going in black. Like in these like. <laughs> They're like black hooded. Clothes. Yeah. Hooded figures. I'm like, so you were trying to not stand out? <laughs> right. It was very weird. Um, They end up seeing that the peacekeepers very much are still checking people. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, no kidding. Um, And at this point, while everyone's like running into the capital, the rebels are starting to attack the capital. And, you know, that yeah. area. So it's like commotion, whatever. Gale ends up getting captured at this point. And he's yelling for Katniss to shoot him. He's like, shoot me. And she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you can't even do that one thing for him. Well, it's interesting because in the book, she can't hear him. So she's trying to mouth out or like read out what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. And like, once he's gone, she realizes, oh, he was trying to say shoot me. Mm-hmm. Oops. Whoopsies. <laughs> so a little bit of credit to book Katniss. Right. <laughs> So at this point, now that the rebels are attacking, Snow like basically shuts down the gates of his of the mansion. What happened to your fabulous plan of letting people in? I mean, at this point, I think he was just trying to like it was very like Willy Wonka ass. It was all a ruse, in my opinion. I don't know. Anyways, he's telling everyone like bring the children, bring the children up because we want the children up front. It's like Titanic all over again. Really, women, women and, and children. children. Women and children. <laughs> So, oh, I just had a flashback of to that a hole who randomly took the child. What's his, what was his name? Cal. Yeah. Ugh, jerk. The jerk who anyway. survives. Anyway, <laughs> so the children are kind of all up front towards the gate, and just like in the Hunger Games, the parachutes with the quote unquote gifts end up start floating down over all of these civilians and these children, and it's actually a bunch of bombs. And it kills, like, a bunch of kids. So here's my thing. Super sad. Was that snow on the overhead saying to bring the children up front? Or did someone infiltrate the loudspeaker? Well, should we talk about that now or a little bit later? Because we get a little bit more information We'll talk a little bit later. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in it. So anyways, it (laughs) looks... As Moose burps into the Yeah, he doesn't like it either. So from what it looks like at this point, the Capitol has dropped these bombs on the children of the Capitol. Correct. Which, I mean, to the naked eye, that is exactly what it looks like. They're basically corralling these children into this area. And then lo and behold, bombs start dropping from the sky. What else is there to believe? So now a bunch of medics come in to help, including Prim, because Prim is now a medic in District 13. And another explosion happens. The next thing we see, Katniss gets knocked out. Shocking. 
And she wakes up in a hospital. She doesn't just get knocked out. She, like, gets lit on fire. Yes, that too. But her suit <laughs> is fireproof, so it doesn't matter. Well, but no, but in the book, they make a point to say, like, she's, like, got scars. She's missing hair because it got charred off. So, like, not, like, we had to still keep her pretty in the movie. <laughs> yeah. But she's, I was going to say, movie Katniss uh, yeah, she came doesn't. out unscathed. Yeah. So, anyway, she wakes up in a, ho- in, in a hospital for, like, the eighth time this series um her mom is there and Hamish is there and we come to find out that prim has died and literally in my notes i'm like after all of this all of this that started because she didn't want prim to die prim dies at the end I mean, what do you What do? was the point of this whole thing? Well, she was trying to save people. She's a medic. How did she know it was going to explode again? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, that's not the only reason for this series, but I get what you're but, saying. But, like, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. It's the whole point that Katniss did. Like, I'd be more upset if I was Katniss being, like... Yeah, but, like, think about it, though, because book and movie one Katniss was thinking, okay, I'm just going to go into these Hunger Games, die, and then that'll be that. She didn't expect everything that came afterwards. I'm just saying. As a storyline, could you just kept her alive for my sanity? No, this is much more dramatic. <sighs> anyways so they tell Katniss that after the bombs went off basically the rebels walked right into the capital and that was it they took over and that was the end of the war and I was like well that was easy Mm -hmm. that seemed way too easy just had to kill a bunch of children to do it so Effie ends up bringing so at this point we're like flashing forward who knows how long Effie ends up bringing Katniss back to the capital, to Snow's mansion. And it looks like she's like settling in for the night. She's like, I brought your things. And so I was like, is she staying there? Like, what's happening? I don't know. So she ends up walking outside to the greenhouse, Snow's greenhouse. And President Snow is there. Mm -hmm. Not looking too great. Yeah, no, he's basically just coughing up blood into a handkerchief. Mm -hmm. Um, But he still has that, like, disgusting, like, evil look on his face. Right. And he basically starts telling Katniss at this point, he's like, look, right before those bombs dropped, we were going to surrender. Like, we were supposedly going to surrender. (coughs) Bullshit. And he's telling Katniss that that he didn't drop the bombs on those kids, that... That was all Coin's plan. She wanted to make it look like the Capitol did that to turn everybody on him and get what she wants. Plot twist. Do you believe it? Absolutely. What? You don't, you think that, you think that President Snow's the one that bombed those kids? Well, so the difference here. He doesn't lie to Katniss. He says that. Okay. The difference here is that in the book, we get a little bit more context. We get a conversation with her and Gail, which we do get eventually in in the movie. But she like outwardly asks like, are, were they yours? Because he was working with BD to create these bomb-like things similar mm-hmm. to what was dropped. And she asks him, like, were they yours or were they not yours? And he's like, I don't know. So they could have been or they could have just been the Capitals. We don't know. I think there were coins. All right. I 1,000% believe that. All right. <laughs> Plus, especially BD was working hand in hand with her. So he had them. Sure. But like, I don't know. I just have a hard time believing that, like, everyone around her was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's bomb the children. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. The military does what they're told for the most part. I guess. You know what I mean? Sure. 
Anyways. And in the movie, there isn't, you don't get both sides. You, yeah. There's zero. It's very much like President Coin was behind it. And that's the end of it mm-hmm. at that point. So the next scene we get is Katniss and Gale. And Katniss is mad at Gale because she thinks that he knew that knew the plan all along, mm-hmm. which he may or may not have. We don't get a whole lot of context in this conversation. Right. She basically just says goodbye. Goodbye, Gail. She literally like like um, dismisses him. Right. <laughs> I'm like, that's so rude, but right. okay. She's like, goodbye. <sighs> so now we have another scene of that same like dinner setup, right? <laughs> right. And Coin is at the head of the table, and it's all of the remaining victors that are still alive. So she has also declared herself the interim president of Panem. Just for fun. Just for fun. And they're like, for how long? She's like, I don't know. It could be a while. <laughs> Forever. Almost like she planned it. Right. Crazy. So she has planned for Snow to be executed tomorrow. And plus the peacekeepers and the game makers, they're all going to die tomorrow in a very public manner. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has another idea. Her idea is to hold a symbolic Hunger Games with the Capitals children. Mm-hmm. But she's going to let them all vote on it. <laughs> so they all go around and say if they want to vote yes or no on it. Um, Kat, they get to Katniss. So Hamish says no. no, no, no. Okay, so. Peta says no. Peta says no. Joanna says yes. Annie says, says no. no. And votes for her for, uh, what's his name? Finnick. And also says Finnick would say no. That's right. But they're like, that doesn't count. Right. Beatty says yes. Is it Beatty that says yes? In the book, I think it's, um, they switch it out. It's some other tribute named Inabaria, who's, mm. like, irrelevant in the movie. She does say yes. She votes with Joanna. So then they get to Katniss. like, two and two, Yeah. Basically. So they get to Katniss, and she's, like, they're, like, yes or no. She's, like, I still want to kill Snow. <laughs> like, not the question, but right. thank you. <laughs> but she also votes yes. She says, for Prim. Yes. And so does Haymitch. So they're going to have this awful Hunger Games would you have voted yes? Absolutely not. No. The whole reason that this thing happened is because of these Hunger Games right. and because they were killing innocent children for for fun. If they wanted to have one more Hunger Games, I say put President Snow in there and everyone who made the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but no, like but why there's very different ways that you could have handled the injustice or whatever they were trying to like. Right. You know. So that was wild. So if you didn't, if you were on the fence about coin at this point, at that, I mean, at this point, you know that she's not, not on the up and up. But I love that she like played it off like, you know, the people want this. (laughs) Yes. And I'm going to let you all decide. Right. When deep down, we all know like she's going to make that decision either way. So, and she's saying, we will, we will give them the announcement after the execution tomorrow. So Katniss gets dressed for the execution and while she's getting dressed, she's in like her Mockingjay outfit. She puts one of those pills into her mm-hmm. breast pocket or whatever. In the book, this is when Effie actually comes back. So like, fun fact, Effie has not been <laughs> no. in the book this entire time. No. Um, but they, they bring, they finally bring her back from God knows wherever she's been uh, to help her get ready for this event. And the execution is being taken place basically where they ride in for the Hunger Games on those chariots or mm-hmm. whatever but where, they make the them walk ceremonies are. <laughs> yes but they make them walk the entire way this time so katniss i mean snow is like 
attached to this giant pole mm-hmm. and Katniss is at the front, right in front of him, getting ready to basically use her bow and arrow to execute him. She stares him down and President Coyne is like right above them on a platform. And instead of her shooting President Snow, she aims a little bit higher and ends up killing President Coyne instead, right in the heart. Which I was like, girl, you should have like moved. <laughs> like if you had any doubt, any doubt, this girl's not gonna miss. You know, I don't know. She was very trustworthy. Yeah. So, anyways, Coin. Well, ends- she thought she had her in yeah, the back of her pocket. You know. So, Coin is dead, and so Katniss is just about to take the the nightlock pill to kill herself. Peta ends up stopping her because there's an angry mob coming from behind Katniss who then end up killing Snow in an angry mob, which is probably where he should, how he should have died. Well, it's so symbolic of the mutts because mm-hmm. yeah, they don't use their mouths to kill him, but it's essentially a giant swarm that come to, to kill him, which yep. was great in my opinion. So now this is where we get um, Hamish and Katniss together. And Hamish ends up reading her a letter that Plutarch wrote her telling her that there will be, that the 12 districts will be holding a vote for the new leader tonight. And that, um, Paler, who is, where is she from? District eight, I believe. Which is, um, is that where Joanna's from? Maybe I can't remember. I think she was seven. So, I don't know. (laughs) This woman will most likely be taking over as president because she's kind of proven herself throughout this whole rebellion. And that he has also secured Katniss a safe ride out of the Capitol. And when the time is right, um, Paler will pardon her and she'll be fine. In the book, this all happens on a nice joy ride with all three of them. Mm Because like we Mm -hmm. mentioned, he's still obviously um, alive alive in, in the book i guess um but uh yeah they have this conversation like on the way back to district 12 and he tells her all this in person so now katniss gets to go home and effie tells her as she's saying goodbye which is really sad when she says goodbye but she tells her you know to go find the life as a victor like just go live that life have a normal life um, Katniss gets home to her house. Oh, hold on. Yeah. You're not going to mention the cute little kiss between Effie and Hamish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which so, we don't get in the book, but. Hamish and Effie uh, are saying goodbye and they kiss each other on the cheek and then they kiss on the lips. And I'm like, so I totally love that couple. I ship that to like. Forever. Just to the capital all the way to District 13. Forever. <laughs> We're just, I would have rather seen their love life after. Their after love life. Anyway, so Katniss is home now in District 12. She, her Victor house is still a lot, or still alive, <laughs> is still there. It's, it's still sort, intact. Yes, it's pretty much the only thing that's still in that district. Um, I mean, the real MVP who stayed alive this whole time, Buttercup, the cat, is still there. And Wild. she screams at this cat. And I, I mean, it's sad because it reminds her of Prim yeah. or whatever. But then she, I was like, dang. But also, like, props to that cat because in the book, it basically insinuates that this poor cat walked all the way from District 13 yeah. back to District 12. So sad. <laughs> so, but she ends up, like, making peace with the cat and is like, all right, I do love you. <laughs> um, PETA is also back. She sees him outside and he's planting primroses, which Ugh. is very sweet. Um we come to find out that Katniss's mom and Gail are now both working at the Capitol. Mm-mm. Gail is in D- District 2. Whatever. Gail's off <laughs> They're somewhere. just not there. 
they're off doing other things. Um, so literally it's Hamish, PETA, and Katniss to like repopulate <laughs> District 12 at this point. Well, they're getting to work. Um, so we then see Paler getting sworn in as the new president. And then we see that PETA and Katniss are basically living in the same house, but in separate beds mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but then Katniss comes into PETA's bed at night. Well, she had a nightmare. So. She did. She had a nightmare. <laughs> smooth and Peta says because like remind me what you said earlier is that they everyone was telling Peta like you know if you don't know if it's real ask us if it's real or not and Peta goes Katniss you love me real or not and she says real that's literally the only time I found Peta cute (laughs) so cute I turned to boyfriend right and I was like real or not you love me He said, I plead the fifth. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, You're a jerk. <laughs> um, so anyways, we fast forward. We see Peta and Katniss frolicking in a, like, field <laughs> with their two children. And she's like, I will tell you the story of how we came to be and fought this and blah, blah, blah. And she's in this, like, little house on the prairie dress and then it ends she got her happy ending i guess so funny remember earlier when i said that i thought there were three children mm-hmm. i literally in my notes have katniss and Peta have two kids <laughs> so i don't know what i was thinking oh um, my gosh. but yeah so happily ever after they they're living in a field and that's how it ends that's how it ends <laughs> I, oh Okay. I hate it. I hate it how it ended. Yeah? What, what did you want? It's just so like, blah. What did you want to happen? I think I wanted Katniss to like finally just like. Die for the cause. Either die for the cause or then be like the leader at the end of it. I don't mm. know. I just, I don't buy this whole little house on the prairie BS at the end of it. Like I just don't. Like, but if you think about it, this entire time she was basically like forced to be this image of what the revolution or whatever whatever they Mm -hmm. were wanting her to be like that was so not her like she's not good at stuff like that so really all she ever wanted was to have a simple life like i think she in the end got what she wanted which is good i guess sure it was just could you imagine her as a leader though she's like i don't know what to do gail says to do one thing but Peter says something else so like i don't know what to do (laughs) i know Peter really should have just run for president or at least mayor of district 12 right like Peter was really the one that like could have done something or could have been i don't know i just felt like you know how harry potter like ended with like let's fast forward to them all having kids Mm -hmm. twilight ended let's all fast forward to them having like it's just like uh i don't know listen people like happy endings sure all right well for this part of the book and movie do you think it stayed true to it yeah i think so yeah all right (laughs) the million dollar question would you pick if you had to pick the book series, we're talking full. We're not talking about book or movie individually. Okay. The entire series, would you take the book series or the movie series? That's tough. Um, like, I, like you would think my immediate answer would be book because it's just that's what everything is based off of. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Don't make me choose. That's a terrible answer. You have to choose. <laughs> you go first. I'm picking the books. Yeah? 
they just left out. I, I think it's an easy read, which I enjoy. True. You know? Um, and I just felt like there was a lot of things, like not a lot of things they left out, but there were some things that really added to the storyline that weren't included in the movies. And, and I just felt like I didn't necessarily need to see this played out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's one of those stories you're like, all right, I totally get it. Do I need to see kids dying? No. no. Like Harry Potter's different because it's like you you want to see that come to life. Sure, this I could have lived without. Yeah, I think what I what what was what I did incorrectly is I listened to the books this time mm-hmm. around. When I originally read them, I read them yeah. like normal. I think that kind of like swayed me a little bit away from the books. So yeah. and that's and that's my own fault because yeah. I was trying to do it in a different because way. Because you, you read a million books a week. Well, that too. But like <laughs> I figured, you know, try something new. Yeah. Um, I think that's what swayed me. So I I should probably go with the books. <laughs> It's not what I thought you were going to say. After that, after <laughs> I just, that roundabout well, I just said explanation. I should go with the books. What are you going with? Huh. I'm going to go with the movies, with the exception of the final part two. Okay. I think the other movies are, are good enough. You like part one more than part two? Yes. I don't yeah, think I because, because part one had action, and it was leading up to like yeah. craziness, and we didn't really get craziness in part two. Yeah. It was kind of like... Okay. Like the fact that, and I know that that's how it plays out in the book, but the fact that they, after the explosion, they're like, and then they just walked into the Capitol. Like, show true. me. There show was me no walking like, into the Capitol. Show me them taking uh, snow. Like, show me. <laughs> yeah. There was no like climax of like right. the, the end. Yeah. You know. I get it. You can't really describe that in a book. I mean, you could, yeah, but you could. they, they could. don't. But like you have all this liberty as, as being a movie. Yeah. Do that. Give right. the people that at Give least. the people what they want. Yeah. So with the exception of part two, I'll give it to the movies. All right. Split decision <laughs> once again. <laughs> All right. That's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Boovie Girls. You can also email us at theboviegirls at gmail.com. And like we said earlier, we are on Patreon. We have a couple levels for you. Our rom-com level gets you our episodes 24 hours ahead. You also get access to our Karen reviews. And then our drama level gets you what I already mentioned. You get a sticker for joining. You get a shout out similar to Josie in an upcoming episode. And you get access to our bonus content, including our movie serials, which we have Firefly and Le- excuse me, Firefly Lane on there, as well as um, Behind Her Eyes. And we'll be starting a new one here shortly as well. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the movie girls. Coming up next, we are doing a... It's on Netflix, right? Yes. Brand new story. So... Just came out. So uh, it is to the the, la- the last letters from your lover. Take an S out of letter and you got it. The last letter from your lover. Yes. So... And it's by Jojo Moyes. Mm-hmm. Who um, does the Me Before You series. Yes. Which I is l- also a movie we'll eventually cover. I love cover. her aesthetic of her book. <laughs> I have a couple of her books. I don't have this one yet. I'm picking it up tomorrow from Barnes & Noble. But I'm, I'm excited because I feel like Netflix has been doing an okay job doing these adaptations. I think so. And it, it's a pretty brand new one. So mm-hmm. we'll kind of be watching with everybody else as, mm-hmm. as, as they do it. And I, like you said, she's she's a pretty popular author. So I feel like... I still haven't read anything of her. I have her books. Oh, I, I haven't, haven't either. <laughs> and I don't even think I've watched me before you now that I think about it. Um, oh, but that's yeah. a movie too? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's actually a three series book. 
or three oh, book yeah. series. <laughs> Interesting. So anyway, um, yeah. So the last letter from your lover uh, just came out on Netflix. So you have time to read and or watch so you can listen along with us. Um, thanks for listening. And remember, don't judge a book by its movie. Bye. Bye. <laughs>